welcome back. Happy Monday. Thank you so much for joining us for another week of Nika Live. It is always good to get the opportunity to catch up with you. And thank you to all of us for taking the time to join us here, watching us every single week, and also to many of you who are tuning in later across the week on the internet. As you know, we are here every single week, and you are so good to be able to join us. I know you don't want to miss a single minute. Now, this week we are here to talk about one of the most active groups at Nika. This was really true last year and it will continue to be true this year with a new presidential administration and a new Congress. I'm talking about the Nika government affairs team as well as Nika PAC. These are the engines that keep the best interests of Nika members represented on Capitol Hill. And I'm really excited today to be joined by three of the giant brains of the operation. Today, we are delighted to be joined by Jessica Cardenas, Nika's Executive Director of Development and Engagement, James Farrell, Nika's new Executive Director of Government Affairs, and Trevor Falk, Nika's new Deputy Executive Director of Government Affairs. So let's have them all join us. We have Jessica, we have Trevor, and we have James. This is like Nika's own Brady Bunch. Hi, everyone. Thank you for taking the time to join us. Jessica, I hope you had a nice holiday. I did. Thank you. How about you, James? Were you pretty well behaved? Was it in a family affair? Yeah, tried to be. <laughs> I, I believe you. I definitely believe you. Trevor, was it the best holidays ever or still quite weird? weird. Terrific. little weird, but good all the same. Excellent. Weird is good. There's nothing wrong with weird. Um, so, like, I really appreciate you all joining us. I know that your work is a fundamental part of what NECA members value. And we are delighted to have so many NECA members joining us here today. Uh, we've got uh, John Noel is coming in uh, and delighted to have us. Katie is saying hello to everyone. Wilbert Allen is here as well. John Bayless. We've got Kelly Lamp, the one and only Kelly Lamp. Kelly is technically here more frequently than me. We've got Aisa. We've got Cody. Cody and Mark coming in, one big Nika family. This might be one of the busiest events that we have ever had here. So I think you three are a pretty good draw. So look, Jessica, I'm going to kick off with you. In your new role, you continue to be a driving force behind Nika PAC, which is the association's political action committee. And 2020 was a big year. Despite the effects of the pandemic, Nika PAC had a hugely successful run in the lead up to the general election in November. Could you tell us a little bit more about the year that was for Nika Pack? Sure. I mean, it, it was definitely a challenging year for Nika Pack for everybody, really, in 2020. Um, but it was it was strange because there was this really critical election taking place, but that kind of took a backseat to the pandemic for the majority of, of last year. Um, so, you know, candidates and elections weren't really on the, you know, front of every, everybody's mind. Um, but, you know, we Nika has a really incredible membership. A lot of them were still taking the time to meet with their candidates, to meet with their representatives. They just did it all virtually instead. They were able to adjust really quickly to that. Um, so we're very fortunate for that. Isn't and it then, fascinating to see how everyone was so flexible and agile? It was. It was incredible because, you know, it was a whole new world for a lot of us being able, you know, being able to adapt that quickly. It really, uh, you know, it made a big difference in our uh, not just in our fundraising efforts, but in our advocacy efforts. So 
Um, you know, we had to move a lot of our fundraising online as well. And, um, you know, it, it, it was a challenge because we do a lot of that in person at, a, at our NECA meetings usually. Um, but, you know, once again, our members were able to see the importance in what we were doing. They saw how, you know, important this election was. They were still contributing to NECA PAC. They were getting their friends in the industry to still contribute to NECA PAC. Um, you know, we ended up having eight new contractors join our political leadership council last year, and that's our top donor group. Um, so to have something like that happen in such a weird year with so much else going on, it just really showed, you know, the devotion of our membership to all of this. It is testament to how committed they are to the sense of purpose and giving and generosity of the membership as well. So what about for any NECA members watching, Jessica, who perhaps haven't contributed in the past before, but they are interested. They want to be part of the help, part of the impact and part of the movement. Tell us a little bit about where the money actually goes if they make that contribution and how can they get involved today? Yeah, well, I mean, the impact says it all. So we were able to invest $1.5 million in 160 different candidates in the House and Senate for the 2020 election cycle. And the really great news is that 90% of those candidates won their election and they are go they're part of the 117th Congress. Um, so we have a lot of great people that we can continue to work with over the next two years. Um, and, you know, we try to be as transparent as possible with putting all this information out there. So we do have a PAC report coming out in the next week, um, and that will showcase all of our stats and facts about the PAC, everything you want to know about where every dollar was spent over the last two years. Um, so keep an eye out for that. You can learn a lot of information from there. Um, you know, it has our criteria for candidate support. So we look at a a lot of different things, like if they're on a key congressional committee in Congress, if they hold a leadership position, if they're taking the time to meet with our contractors and learn what NECA's priority issues are, you know, all of that plays a really big role in determining who we're going to support with NECA PAC. Um, and if anybody has any questions on the PAC or they want to get involved, not sure where to start, um, please just reach out to us. That's what we're here for. And we'd love to have you involved. Fantastic. And Jessica, what's the best way for them to reach out to you if they have further questions? Sure. Uh, you can email me. It's just jc at nikanet.org. You will be bombarded. You will hugely <laughs> regret putting out your email address on the internet. The spam box will go into a whole <laughs> new realm. I get it. She's ready, everyone. So send her everything. Send her discounts <laughs> that you've received, anything. Uh, well, let's move over to James. As we turn to Nika's advocacy on Capitol Hill, 2020 was obviously a year where your group had to jump into action because the pandemic started to take hold. And it was so important that Nika's voice was heard. And as a result, you and your team became really heavily involved in the conversations around the COVID-19 relief legislation. Can you take us through some of the key wins for NECA in all this legislation? What was the impact? Absolutely. So as uh, you know, NECA contractors, like the rest of the country, were trying to um, get through the pandemic here, um, legislation moved very fast um, in a, a series of bills over the course of the spring and summer. Um, a lot of great wins, a lot of things that really helped stabilize the industry in the country. Um, one of the big things that many of our contractors took advantage of was the uh, Paycheck Protection Program, the uh, PPP loans, which were just extremely 
extremely critical for making sure that contractors have the cash flow to be able to continue to pay their employees and other um, essential bills uh, during the pandemic while work might have been shut down due to either uh, state, local or federal orders. so that was a huge win. Um, but like with all, you know, legislation, there's some unintended consequences, which we had to uh, work out in uh, subsequent pieces of legislation related to the uh, tax, making sure that these uh, uh, forgiven loans were um, tax free and making sure that contractors were able to uh, reasonably get forgiveness um, through their lenders. So a lot of work on that, um, you know, v- very successful um, negotiations and talks uh, with uh, members of Congress in order to make sure that uh, contractors could take advantage of certain um, tax credits, such as um, for paid sick and family leave, making sure that there'd be some type of tax credit to make sure contractors weren't just eating all of these costs uh, during a very difficult time. Also working closely with the uh, previous administration um, and state and local governments to make sure that, you know, construction, um, especially electoral construction, was deemed an an essential service to make sure that as many of our job sites could continue, um, you know, performing these, um, you know, uh, projects in the most safe uh, manner. You know, it must be amazing to see the impact that you and all of your team are having. But it wasn't just around COVID-19. I know that you had many successes outside of that as well when it comes to seeing change in legislation. Yeah, absolutely. So this year, even though, um, you know, we were really... uh, really everything was sort of in the lens of the COVID-19 pandemic, Uh, we were able to successfully um, get some of our other key uh, priorities across the finish line um, through the uh, federal budget and appropriations process. We got a lot of federal investment um, for various types of infrastructure projects, um, Water Resources and Development Act. We also worked closely um, with the um, various committees that oversee defense policy and federal procurement to make sure that our contractors who are doing work with the federal government, um, how we're able to improve federal contracts to make sure that the federal government is a better customer. Um, So a lot of great wins, even though we were, you know, everything was through the lens of the COVID-19 pandemic. Well, amazing to see that that didn't slow down the work that you were doing and that you were still listening to members every single day. Trevor, you are next up, last but not least. I'm sorry we left you so long. I missed you, Trevor. Uh, As we look towards the future of NECA's uh, government affairs entering 2021, obviously, you've got a brand new administration in the White House, a new Congress. How does NECA's approach change as these huge seismic political shifts start to take place? That's a terrific question, David. It's something we hear very often from our membership, you know, really wondering how we're going to remain effective as we have been uh, for the previous couple of years. I think one of the key things to keep in mind moving forward uh, is that the game hasn't necessarily changed. Uh, The field hasn't changed. There's just new players. And one of the key things we think moving forward with this administration and this new Congress is to stick to the game plan that has been so effective on our end, uh, to continue to work with uh, common sense reforms, common sense legislation with the lawmakers that are willing to uh, work towards those responsible end goals. So we really see that, that continued game plan with some added nuances coming in with new personnel and, and new members of Congress. Uh, some added nuances there, but we, we believe that it will remain effective going forward. 
Well, obviously, there's always lots of work to do. Your work is never really done when it comes to advancing Nika's position with government and public sector uh, representatives. What are your team's big goals and priorities for the year ahead? Where do you think real progress can be made with this Congress and administration? What are your big priorities? Sure, sure. You know, uh, we continue to work. as you alluded to there, it is, it is very much a moving target, uh, but we continue to work towards uh, energy infrastructure reform, multi-employer pension reform. That's our composite plan efforts uh, that we've been undertaking for a number of years now. Uh, and we continue to work towards greater contracting reform uh, to make the bidding process and the execution of work better for our membership. Well, I, I, I guess I want to ask you all, really. Uh, how, you must feel incredibly proud of the work that you do at NECA. The things that you're doing every day are, are not just protecting the industry, not just listening to members, but you're fundamentally changing the shape of how the industry operates, not just in small ways, but in big ways. Uh, Jessica, I'll, I'll start with you. You must be so proud of the work that you get to do with NECA. It, it is great. And I know I've said it before, but our membership, how engaged they are and how you know willing they are to get involved and help out and tell us what they need. Um, that's a critical piece of this and it keeps it exciting. Things are always changing. Um, I know we talk about the same issues all the time, but the way we're working them changes each year and we're, you know, getting more and more traction each year. Um, So it definitely keeps things exciting. And, um, you know, we love working for who we're working for. And James, for you, it must be so fascinating to see both sides of the industry, to have the contractors on one side who are working really hard to grow their business and grow their impact, but also to be on the front line of political change. It's a huge opportunity, isn't it? Absolutely. And, you know, I think just, you know, put it great that, you know, we love who we're working for. You know, our members really are great. Um, You know, there's such a wealth of knowledge um, to be able to help communicate uh, what needs to be said to the decision makers in Washington, D.C. And so it's, you know, a great challenge every day to try to do that. Um, You know, most members of government, most members of Congress do not necessarily have this type of background um, in the industry. And they really do, you know, want to listen to everybody's story and understand how they can best help um, the contractors here. So it's really, you know, great to be able to work on that every day. And finally, Trevor, what message would you have out there for any of our contractors, any of our members, or even some of our audience who aren't quite NECA members yet, who don't really understand the importance of making sure that NECA's voice is heard politically? Sure, that's a great question. One of the key things I always stress to our membership is that if we're not hearing from them on the ground, we can't adequately represent them up here in D.C. We need that feedback constantly from folks, even just related into the field, so that we're aware we can do our jobs properly. And I'd also like to add for those folks uh, that wonder about the value add that is brought by an association, I really stress that if we're not at the table, somebody else will be and our voice won't be heard. So I just appreciate the constant interaction from our membership, from those folks that are intrigued by what our association is doing. Don't hesitate. Just reach out to one of the three of us. We'd love to connect and uh, give you a little more information on uh, what we're working on up here. 
Wonderful. Well, look, thanks so much to all of you for being so generous with your time. We've got loads of great people. Guys, I've got big news. I think this is officially our best ratings ever. This might. This is the most popular, Nika. Guys, I think we're the dream team. I think we should drop everything, take this show on the road. I'm going to call. I'm going to call Showtime, or I'm going to call. I don't know what ABC, NBC, CBC, DB, BBC. I, one of the ones with the C's in it. And we're going to be big, guys. This is. Could you imagine? This is the perfect four. Anyway, we'll come up with a cool name for it next time. I know. I know. We'll each be a letter H. I'll be nice. Uh, Jessica, you'll be energetic. I think Trevor, you'll be cool for C. And James, you'll be absolutely amazing. Awesome, awesome. You're the Nika Four. I think this has got this has got a franchise written all over it. Watch out, Marvel. We're coming to get you, um, guys. Thank you so much for being uh, so generous with your time. I know the audience love to hear from you, and I know that they will be in touch in your inboxes soon. So take care, everyone, and I'll catch up with you all again really soon. Bye. Thank you. Thanks, guys. And of course, thanks to all of you for always joining us. Uh, Jessica, James and Trevor, love to hear from you. So if you do have feedback or want to find out more about government affairs and Nika Pack, then don't hesitate to reach out and catch up with them. They are a really busy group, but they are fighting every day to make sure that your voice is heard in Washington and beyond. And with that, we have come to the end of another Nika Live. Thank you so much for checking us out right here live every single Monday and if you're joining us in one of the replays then let us know in the comment put in the hashtag which is what all the cool kids are doing now put a hashtag replay inside the comments and we'll know that you've been catching up at a later date whether you're watching us on LinkedIn Facebook or YouTube we are honoured that you would spend some time with us and we will see you back here next week for another exciting Nika Live take care everyone 